You're listening to Astrology in 5 with Mark Lerner. Today is June 15, and 34 years ago, in April 1986, I wrote the preface for my self-published book, Mysteries of Venus. In this Astrology in 5 podcast number 12, I am continuing to read from several pages in Chapter 1 entitled Purpose. Now back to Chapter 1. If we destroy the trees, the soil, the lakes, and the atmosphere through industrial and chemical pollution and nuclear radiation, we may destroy the delicate nature-humanity balance, think Venus, and bring on another ice age in the very near future. Now this may sound paradoxical, creating an ice age when we have global warming, but it is still a possibility. So see John Haymaker's book, The Survival of Civilization. I am adding this note now. Back to our story. Gurdjieff's suggestion of nature as Earth's organic receiving station makes it seem that the plant kingdom functions as the Earth's nervous system. This is fascinating when you consider that motor neurons, nerve cells, in the human central nervous system clearly resemble trees. These nerve cells have a long axon that is similar to a tree trunk and dendrites from the Greek word for tree that are branches receiving the nerve electrical impulses. On page 143 of Alice A. Bailey's Esoteric Healing, it is clearly and simply mentioned that Venus rules the nervous system in human beings. It should be noted that the movements of the outer three planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, have been a vital part of what I am calling the Venusian Revolution on Earth. The upheavals in marriage, the nuclear family, and male-female relationships had much to do with the long, cathartic Pluto transit through Libra from 1971 to 1984, and the shorter but revolutionary Uranus transit through Libra 1969 to 1975. However, remember that these challenging outer planets were going through a Venusian air, communication thinking sign. Similarly, the sexual, drug, and student revolutions of the 1960s can be related to the rare Uranus-Pluto conjunctions in Virgo of 1965-1966. The once in 35 years Saturn-Pluto conjunction at 28 degrees Libra, again in Venus assigned, in November 1982, also re-accentuated major changes in relationships, sexuality, the legal field, and feminism. While hundreds of astrologers have been focused on the amazing realizations connected with these outer planets and the use of asteroids, Chiron, Uranian planets, and the like, there is a danger that the importance of Venus, Mercury, Mars, and Jupiter is becoming increasingly overlooked. That's what I am suggesting. Bring all of these phenomenal discoveries back toward our celestial home to Earth, an Earth that orbits the Sun between loving Venus and aggressive Mars. No matter what we realize about the ultimate secrets of life and death, time and space, Venus is still one step closer to the Sun than spaceship Earth, and we are living on this planet and must deal with the critical challenges looming as the 20th century ends. Humanity's raised consciousness must still become the springboard toward building a rainbow bridge between Earth and Venus. As we do that, the Earth can move forward on its path toward becoming a sacred planet under the divine tutelage of Venus. Subtopic, the alchemical goddess. Just before the active phase of writing this book, I was privileged to read Jean Shinoda Boland's illuminating bestseller, Goddesses in Every Woman, A New Psychology of Women. In this landmark work, 
Dr. Boland describes how seven goddesses from Greek mythology, Artemis, Athena, and Hestia, the virgin goddesses, Hera, Demeter, and Persephone, the vulnerable goddesses, and Venus, the alchemical goddess, represent archetypes within the psyche of every woman. She presents a special section on Venus, suggesting that the goddess archetype deserves her own category for the magical process or power of transformation that she alone had. Thank you very much for listening, and next time we'll continue with our Astrology in 5, podcast number 13. That's it for now. Stay tuned for more Astrology in 5 with Mark Lerner.